The opinions voiced in this show or program are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, accountant, financial advisor, or tax advisor prior to investing. Lindsay Wealth Management LLC is a registered investment advisor. Darwin Lindsay is your host of Financial Questions, Real Answers. Darwin is a certified financial planner practitioner and has a Master of Science in Financial Services. Good morning. What Financial Questions, Real Answers? This is your host, Darwin Lindsay, certified financial planner with Lindsay Wealth Management. Today is Friday, July 14th, 2023. As always, if you do have any questions or topics you would like to hear on the show, we would love to hear from you. 812-316-2079. You follow us on Facebook or Twitter. Send us an email, info at lindsaywealth.com. We will be more than happy to get your questions or topics on the show. Uh, Some of the things that are currently going on today that people need to be made aware of, uh, we will start with the S&P 500. It continues to be uh, a rally upward. We talked about how last week that there was in a position where maybe maybe it was going to, but I said more than likely we're going to go to a new high before that happens. Here we are. We're we're headed towards a new high. Uh, There's some different things that have uh, taken place here this week that people need to be made aware of and and probably the biggest one uh we cpi um came out ppi came out this week on cpi was wednesday ppi was on thursday both were lower than expected um so that that took place uh those are inflation numbers we're looking at there The biggest thing, though, that I think people need to be made aware of and pay attention to is the possibility of the UPS going on strike here uh, at at the end of July as we head into August. That's 37,000 employees. Last time this happened, it was for 15 days. Uh, That's a major disruption uh, if if they're not moving things. Uh, Remember, I think 47% of all their business comes through Amazon. Uh, So as you... Are paying attention? Yeah, I know we got the writer strike, the actor strike, all, all some of these other things. But the big one here would be the UPS if they do not get a deal done. Now, earlier this week, uh, the U, according to um, the the representatives of the employees, was that UPS walked away. I'm sure UPS would say that they didn't walk away, but that's what they said. Uh, so give us your best and final deal. That 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 didn't go over so it's got some time here to get things done uh i'm sure it's the grand game of chicken on what what you will and what you won't do and the other compromises that have been made uh but it's only only time will tell whether this does or doesn't take place we're about ready to get to head into earnings season here as banks started releasing today we'll have uh a lot more as, as we do head into this. But that's what is uh, some of the drivers of the market. You don't have the Fed meeting this week, but you do have it uh, the following week, so two weeks from now, what we will know. And more than likely, I think it's 85%, uh, at least at this point in time, if they're going to raise a quarter point. So all these things factoring into what is happening here. But let's, let's break into this uh, and start diving into the S&P 500. The current situation that the S&P 500 is, 
based on if, if you're looking at it as as I do from the Elliott Wave standpoint, the target's forty four eighty one to forty five twenty two. That would be the ideal situation is for it to stop in there. It should either be today or Monday should be the high. On a weekly, if you're looking out long-term from a weekly basis, and you have to really go far back to do this, but if you go all the way back to January of 2002, then the low of October, all the way up to uh, that would be the high to low to high, from a timing standpoint, it's the week of July 21st, which is next week. We always say usually give it within a week of, of uh, if you're trying to call things of that of that nature. But that would put it right in line for there to be probably a significant top that is going to take place uh, at this point in time. The S&P 500, the other number that you want to pay attention to that's just a little bit beyond that is the... Uh, let me get it up here. Point seven eight six retracement is forty five thirty six. So be looking for some sort of high in here. And again, when I'm giving some of these numbers, we're basically looking for closes here. You'll get that interday stuff that'll go higher or lower. But we're we're really paying more attention to the closes is what uh, we think is more important than anything else. With all of that being said. Uh, at this point in time, the S&P 500 should be, it is actually overbought, uh, so it should be trying to uh, continue, uh, should, should be going south here very shortly, at, at least uh, that's what it is on a daily basis. The weekly still looks like it's, it could be down several weeks as well, which is what we would expect. It also has confirmed that the wave three down that we have been expecting has not started yet. Um, so this is just one of these moves where everything basically is playing out to a T. The other one you got to watch, um, the Dow Jones Industrial Average, looks like it's trying and, and probably will make a new high, but it hasn't made one here lately. So that's what you sort of got to watch out for there is will it make a new closing high? We'll, we will see there. Been very corrective pattern here um, this entire year. It's extremely flat, uh, not not going anywhere. The, the Russell 2000 should be getting closer to uh, its peak on a daily basis, 1944. Should be up for another day or two. The weekly is overbought at this point in time. The NASDAQ, which has been relative stronger, should be up for another two to three days based on its position. It also looks like it could carry out and go a little bit further here uh, to the upside as we are looking at that. Uh, with that being said, you know, 14,191, something in there. That wouldn't be a shocker if it gets up in, into that area. Uh, but, again, it's just in a corrective phase. All, all these are in corrective phases, at least from, from my opinion. Uh, take that for, for what you want. But it does just appear that all the signs, we, we have everything, and people are like, well, what do you mean by that? You have momentum, okay? That, that's one thing to look at. The number one thing, as always, is the chart pattern. The pattern overrules momentum. Uh, the, pattern, the patterns are all set up. Uh, 
for for these to be tops. Some of these again are a little bit further ahead, like the Russell uh, and, and the Dow Jones Industrial Average are further ahead than the Nasdaq and, and the S and P five hundred. The reason I bring this up is because there is something to be very well aware of, and it's pretty accurate. Uh, I don't usually talk about it that much here on the show, but I am going to talk a little bit about it here today because I, I just want to show you how, how relative that some of these things can be. And a lot of times we, we, we don't really talk about the options that are going on, uh, but you do need to understand what is happening with the options at this point in time. So what has taken place was uh, on Wednesday the options – uh, when you start looking at them, it went to a low of 0.39. The last time that it was, uh, that's the lowest level since November 8th of 2021. In 2020, uh, November 8th, 2021, it got to 0.36. So option speculators are basically euphoric at this point in time, and they're purchasing 2.6 calls for every put. That means they think that the market is going to keep rising so people are buying calls rather than buying puts which would be shorting the market the last time speculations were this excited to bet on the stock market rally the russell 2000 the value line composite index the s p 500 small cap 600 and the s p mid cap 400 all made highs on guess what date november 8 2021 um, so we're getting very close to there the nasdaq index peaked two weeks later on november 22nd uh, 2021 and of course the s p 500 didn't until uh january 4th of 2022 we're just saying that the fact that there's a new multi-year low uh in, in the put to call readings are occurring with the major u.s stock indexes 18 to 20 months into a bear market is a strong uh situation which says that we're probably in the latter stages of the second degree wave and things will be turning south. So that's why we just do bring that up. Uh, if you're paying attention to other things, it can sort of give you a little bit of a guide, at least on on what is happening. So we just wanted to make sure that people are, are well aware of that. We do need to go to a short break. As always, if you do have a question or topic you would like to hear on the show, we would love to hear from you. 812-316-2079. You follow us on Facebook or Twitter. Send us an email, info at lindsaywealth.com. Financial questions, real answers right back after the short break. Welcome back to Financial Questions, Real Answers. This is your host, Darwin Lindsay, Certified Financial Planner. If you do have a question or topic you would like to hear on the show, we would love to hear from you. 812-316-2079. You follow us on Facebook or Twitter. Send us an email, info at lindsaywealth.com. Looking at uh, 30-year U.S. bonds, should be moving up here on the daily. The weekly more than likely is going to, to move down. However, once this does, you know, we're, we're probably within a week or two. Well, maybe not, but probably something in there. Maybe it'll happen with the – probably will happen whenever the uh, Fed raises the rates by a quarter basis point. That will probably put in a, a weekly low. We will see exactly what happens off of there. Uh, looking at, sorry, going to have to move some stuff around here. Let's go ahead and let's talk a little bit about uh, silver at this point in time. Uh, silver daily is definitely near a high. The weekly probably has another two or three weeks to go. So um, may have made that low here 
three or four weeks ago, we were expecting it down to 2176. It seems to be holding. Uh, that sort of lines up with gold, though, as well, uh, meaning that it should be uh, he- heading higher uh, in, in the near term, at least with gold, mo- moving up uh, to around that 2010 level. 1994 to 2010 is where we would expect it. From there, though, we do expect that pullback to 1850-something in there. All of this should take place here in the next six weeks. At that point in time, it would be a huge go-long in the gold, uh, and that's where the setup is, at least at this point in time. Uh, if, you, if you're looking at something, that, that's a, a pretty good setup. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the dollar. The dollar has just gotten smacked here uh, quite hard, continues to go down. Uh, we're hitting new lows uh, all the way off of the top that happened uh, back in September uh, 30th, 2022. Uh, so with that, moving down around 100. However, the weekly should be down for another week or two possibly, but the, the daily should be we should be near bottom. Uh, it's either today or Monday should be the bottom. Uh, just got to watch that a little bit and see what happens there. The one thing that this does do, it sort of changes where I thought. I thought this was already had a bottom and, and we're starting to make an ABC up. Well, if it goes to new lows, it's not making an ABC. It's continuing down. It's got to make an ABC at some point in time. But uh, that at least probably it, it puts some more pressure because the euro is trying to hit new highs. Uh, so it should be getting close to doing that. And when I say new highs, I do at least mean for this year. Uh, the low in the euro was should have been, yeah, September 30th. Uh, exact opposite of the dollar. So we have a we have a move up, a strong move up here on the euro dollar, but that is actually going to be should be a high and it should be coming down off of that uh, is what we would would expect uh, on a weekly basis. So they're in exact opposite positions, which is right where they should be. Bitcoin, very peculiar position at this point in time. Uh, the daily says that it should be up for another day or two. Again, this thing has want to see back here this close it's within it it has not moved in three weeks okay that is not very strong when the momentum was said it should be upward it's actually trying to roll over right now if this does roll over it needs to hold 25,000 if bitcoin doesn't hold 25,000 then this could definitely be looked at that was the end of a wave four and it's actually going to move down to new lows uh, so it's something to pay attention to because it really needs to get a move on if it's going to do anything. Otherwise, it is going to go down and, and down pretty hard uh, would be the expectation. It's had all this time to possibly move up and has barely moved up at all uh, here in the past four to six weeks. So that's not a very good sign if you're someone that is paying attention to Bitcoin, but that's at least uh, where we have it uh, currently as we're looking at these charts. As we do move on to oil, oil... More than likely, and I can't, we, we don't have this completely confirmed yet, but uh, it does, does look pretty good that oil probably did make a bottom with the close that it did have on June 27th. What we have had is we've had the strong rally that has taken place uh, for much longer than I would have expected it to. Uh, it's been uh, basically up for 10 straight days, uh, getting up above uh, $75. And so that's a very strong movement from oil 
And when you see movement like that and you look at the pattern, it's a five-way pattern, which tells you it's impulsive. So more than likely what we're going to have is we're going to have a pullback that will take place with oil. Uh, and once that does happen and that is complete, it is going to be the ideal situation for a go-long setup uh, in, in oil at this point in time. Uh, and pushing $77 now is, is, is where oil is. So the pullback is, is imminent, uh, at least on a, on a daily standpoint. So just so you're well aware of what's happening here, it's not going to go to the moon. I know gas prices have actually come down, went up 10 cents this week. I thought it would have gone up 22 weeks ago. I was wrong, it, but it's up 10 cents this week. Uh, but do be expecting uh, the daily at any point in time uh, to, to roll over. The, the weekly may have another week, I, I, I will say that, week or two. But what should happen is you, you're going to have one more, and it'll probably come back down near $70, something in that range. And that would be the opportunity to buy, based on at least the pattern that we do see at this current time. Of course, that can always change. There's all sorts of different mitigating factors uh, that people need to understand when you when you are looking at, uh, at, at those type of things. Uh, Let's look at uh, natural gas. Natural gas, um, 263, probably should be up for another two to three days at least. Uh, the weekly is starting to roll over, so we should be in a downward pattern for at least two to three weeks. Um, different levels there you got to be looking at trying to hold, but... Uh, biggest one right now that it needs to try to hold if it's going to hang on there which would probably be very hard to do is is 258 so uh, odds are it's going to going to continue downward uh, for, for a while there at least on a weekly basis uh, turning to soybeans this is a continuous contract uh, looks like it's bottoming on a daily basis should be within either today or tomorrow Monday should be the um, should be the bottom the weekly is starting to roll over should be down for another i'd say two to three weeks based on what i'm seeing here uh, as we do take a look at corn corn on a daily basis looks like it's trying to roll over actually as we speak uh, big down day on wednesday did take place there uh, continues to, to move south and momentums are starting to move more south probably got another two weeks at least uh, down as we're as we're making new lows on, on a weekly basis, uh, so to can to see that uh, continue to happen uh, doesn't surprise me where we are. I mean, uh, at least a, uh, I, I can't remember if I was listening to Brownfield or whatever uh, one one of the ag, uh, but pretty much there there's there's not a lot of. Uh, great crops out there there's a lot of good crops out there regarding the corn and soybeans um the 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 bad is um it's gotten better the the rain helped um but when 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 you start to see that uh and i actually i forgot there was a crop report out yesterday and i didn't even i forgot to look at that but uh, but things have been better than what they have expected. Let's just put it that way, uh, especially where we were from a few weeks ago. Uh, corn, as looking on the December contract, the CZ3, uh, new lows, um, 483 is where we are, at least uh, 
uh, on a daily basis, hitting new lows. This is right in line with everything that we thought was going to happen here. I should, I would say it's going to be down at least another week or two. Uh, that would at least be the expectations that I currently do have on that. Um, Apple, Apple has, um, has been getting rejected. Again, I'm bringing this up because it could move up to about 192 or 193. That would be the max that we would expect out of Apple before it starts turning the other way as well. So that's just something to keep in mind, which is why we do, uh, do bring that up. The weekly, is, again, it started to last week. It's going down more. should be down for another three to four weeks. It would be the most logical thing uh, to happen on Apple as well, which sort of coincides with everything else that is going on with this market at this point in time. As always, if you do have a question or topic you would like to hear on the show, we would love to hear from you. 812-316-2079. Follow us on Facebook or Twitter. Send us an email, info at lindsaywealth.com. Financial questions, real. Answer right back after this short break. Welcome back to Financial Questions, Real Answers. Your host, Arwen Lindsay, Certified Financial Planner. If you do have a question or topic you would like to hear on the show, we would love to hear from you. 812-316-2079. You follow us on Facebook or Twitter. Send us an email, info at lindsaywealth.com. The, I want to go over a little bit about some of these inflation numbers that came out this week. I think it's very important that people have a, have a good understanding of, of, of what is happening there and why some of this stuff is happening uh, is more important. Uh, and look, we're going to go over the CPI numbers. And at this point in time, the the core CPI went down to 4.8% uh, is, is where that is. So that so that's a good drop. But they, they always say that they, they prefer the core, which uh, in, that excludes uh, food and energy. Uh, as they always say, the last time I checked, people get in their cars to go buy the food, but that's just me. Uh, if you are looking at the overall cpi it did drop down down to three percent uh so they have a they still have a long way to go to get it down to two percent uh the things that are making uh there's different um these energy prices have helped out but as i just mentioned earlier part of the show they're not going to continue to go down forever i think they're i think you're going to see a high increase I think you're going to see both the natural gas going into the winter, and I think you're going to see that the oil uh, is getting, you know, you're probably going to hit a low here, and it's probably going to continue up. Again, when all these commodities come in, that's just going to change everything uh, because of the input costs that they have on everything that has to be built out of these things. Uh, we There's a few parts of this report uh that people need to understand, which has has, has brought it uh, brought it down a lot, and especially when you're talking about the energy side, gasoline year over year is down 26 percent. The natural gas to home is down 18. The heating oil, which is mainly uh, propane, kerosene, uh, that stuff that's used a lot on the East Coast still, uh, is down 28 percent. Now, electrical service utilities is up 5.4 percent year over year, and was up 0.9 percent for the month. Uh, so you can sort of see a little bit of the difference there uh, uh, in what has happened. So some of these things, just they just have a different effect uh, on, on how they do. Now, let's look at some of these, uh, the major service sectors without energy. Airlines are down 18%. Here's the thing, though. For the average Joe person that is listening on this show, how often do you get on an airplane? Not very often, so that really doesn't have much effect on you. Uh, what about this one, though? Motor vehicle insurance up 16.9% year over year. 
Most people I know drive a car. This is also why you need to have uninsured motorist insurance because what is happening is you have all these people that are driving uninsured because they can't afford to, to pay, the, pay their premiums uh, at this point in time. This is why you got to make sure you're not having the minimum limits, and you got to you need to have. I recommend five hundred thousand, as I continue to say, but uh, it's very important. Pet services up ten percent. Again, this is our year-over-year numbers. Food services up, uh, so that's food away from home, up seven point seven cents or seven point seven percent. Rent rent a primary residence up eight point three percent year-over-year. Uh, owner's equivalent of rent up 7.8%. Uh, postal and delivery services up 6.4%. Hotels and motels up 5%. Uh, recreational services, movies, concerts up 5.9%. Uh, dry cleaning, haircuts, other legal services up 6.5%. Uh, video, audio services, and cable down 4.3%. People are cutting the cord, continue to. I don't even know if you can get cable in town anymore. Uh, Water, sewer, trash collection services up 5.4%. Um, surprisingly, medical uh, care is exactly flat, zero. Uh, education and communication service up 2.4%. Car and truck rental is down 12.4%. So that's where some of these adjustments have been made. But as you can see, the one thing that people usually do have is they they have a place to either that they own or...